As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it. Hi everybody, welcome to The Home Group tonight. My name is Paul Renner and my father Rick Renner asked me to lead The Home Group tonight. Thank you for being here, thank you for connecting, and thank you for being a part of this home group almost every single day. Thank you so much. Today with me here in the studio is Maxime Joel and my good friend Daniel. Hi Daniel. Hi, I'm glad to see you here. Yes, we're glad you're with us, Daniel. Daniel is my son. He's nine years old, and he has a brother. His name's Mark, who is six years old, and Mark is at school today. Daniel told me last night his throat was bothering him, so I decided to take him with me to work. And in the kitchen right before we got started tonight, uh, Maxime asks Daniel, Daniel, why are you here today? And Maxime, what did Mark say? Uh, what, did, what, Daniel, what did Daniel say? He goes, well, we're having English test in our school today. That's why I'm here. I said, really? And I said, what? <laughs> I thought your throat was bothering you or something. And Daniel was like, well. Anyway, I'm glad Daniel's with us. It's an honor for him to be with us because we can study the Bible together. And I just want to say thank you for joining us tonight. It's an honor we can be with you. Amen. Amen. So we're going to be talking tonight about uh, what my father recently spoke about in his daily TV program, We Are the Temple of the Holy Spirit. And I actually preached on that in church, and I used the notes that you can download. And right now, he's speaking from his book, Dress to Kill, and you can download the PDF notes that he used during his filming of these TV programs that you can watch right now. And Joel, could you tell us about that? Of course, this is Dress to Kill. Maybe you know it, maybe you have it. But if you don't, this book has become a classic in many Christian homes. It talks about the armor of God and how the armor of God helps us. What does each element of the armor of God do? And how do those elements help us defeat the devil? It's a wonderful book. It's very large, in my opinion. And I think it's helped so many people. It's a real classic on spiritual warfare. Or you can get the study guides for free. Paul, these study guides are valuable. These are dad's notes. Mm -hmm. He uses them before he teaches. Then we take his notes. We transcribe what he taught in the video. We put them together, and it has all the Greek words, questions, what he taught. And you can study the Bible with him through these notes. We're believing for a revival of the Bible in people's lives. And I think these study guides really are helping people. Amen. 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 Hello, home group. My name is Maxim, and I want to say thank you for being kind to me because, uh, you know, I'm Russian. English is my second language, and I'm self-taught. I never lived in the United States, but you're being so kind to me, and you understand what I'm saying, and I'm so thankful to you for that. And I want, I want to say that before we get into the teaching tonight, if you guys need prayer, if you need prayer for anything, please let us know. Please call us at 1-800-742-5593 or email us at prayer at renner.org. We believe in the power of prayer. That is a staple element in our ministry. We believe in the power of prayer. And if we can join with you in prayer, I believe a miracle can happen in your life. Isn't that right, Paul? Amen. Amen. And let's start with prayer tonight. Father God, I thank you that we can be together. And Lord, I ask, us to I ask you to lead us as we read the scriptures, as we study the Bible, and speak to us, Lord, especially about what you've given each of us. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said... Amen. 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 All right. So before we started tonight, I had a little conversation with Daniel just to make sure that he knows the right answers. And I was very surprised. Daniel is very well taught. So Daniel, tell me, where is God? 
that is a Скажи на русском не знаю. Up. Up in heaven. Yeah. Okay. Where is Jesus? Jesus is heaven. Very good. And where is the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit is a heart. Very good. Very good. All right. I'll repeat that for everybody. God, of course, is omnipresent, but we know that his throne is in heaven. Jesus is next to God in heaven. So where is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that's what we'll be talking about today. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Know you not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your bodies and in your spirit, which are God's. I really like verses 19 and 20 of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, because it talks about the fact that we are not our own and that we were bought with a price. You are valuable. You are special. God values you, and he placed something of great value inside Amen. of you. Amen. He's placed something of great value inside of you. And we read about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, but we'll get there in a minute. Next, I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of God's power, the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So we have this treasure inside of each of us. And here, the Apostle Paul refers to us as earthen vessels. So why does he refer to us as earthen vessels? And what exactly does that mean? Well, I know that I am very, very fragile. What happens if you get a toothache? It's terrible, horrible. Don't get a toothache. Don't you, you do not get a toothache, especially if you're traveling. Just don't do it. It's not very good. Sounds like you have experience. Yes, that's not enjoyable. Okay, now, if you have a toothache, tell me, Joel, how big is your tooth in comparison to your body? The cavity compared to your body is like this. It's tiny, but it can cause so much pain. It's amazing. Those nerves communicate with the rest of your body. And it lets you know that that little tiny pain is somewhere in your mouth. Yes. It's quite painful. Mm -hmm. Something very, very small may go wrong. But all of a sudden, you feel pain all over the place. It may be a paralyzing pain. Immediately, you're looking for painkiller. Immediately, you'll think, I need to go to the dentist. Immediately, you say, someone please help me. And sometimes the pain is so bad that you can't even drive yourself to the dentist. I mean, it just becomes paralyzing. And what is a cavity in your tooth compared to your whole body? And the worst part for me is sometimes you don't want to eat. You just like, I, 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 want, I don't want to eat right now. It's too painful to eat. Isn't that terrible, Maxime? Have you ever felt that pain? 
Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, you're describing it so vividly. I, I'm about to start having toothache right <laughs> pain, pain right now. <laughs> can, can we please stop talking about it? I had my wisdom, I had my wisdom teeth removed, and I got to eat ice cream for a week. That was wonderful. So, in these earthen vessels, very, very fragile, the Lord placed an amazing treasure. Mm. His spirit is inside of each of us. And the example about a tooth is actually a pretty good one because the Apostle Paul uses the Greek word astrokinos, which refers to very, very fragile, inexpensive uh, plates, uh, cups, and bowls, and anything that you use to set, set a table. And today we actually have some of this these ancient <clears throat> an ancient bowl here, and of course today it's very valuable. But that time, is an ostrokinos. Yes, this is an ostrokinos. So it's a bowl that you could probably use for grapes or bread or something. Uh, and you, you can tell that it's actually very light. It's made of clay. And of course today it's valuable because it's old, but at the time it wasn't very valuable. And it's actually painted black because it's not of great quality. They used paint to cover the fact that it wasn't of great quality. So today, of course, this is something very special that my father has here in the studio. But in today's terms, you could say that this would be something like a paper cup or a this, plastic plate, a plastic plate, something that may be beautiful because it's colored, but in reality, there's not a lot of value in it. So much, unfortunately, like our own bodies. We do everything we can to look good, but in reality, we know what we actually look like. And we, in reality, we know how fragile we actually are. Mm -hmm. And it's in us that he placed this treasure. I'll read it again, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels or in our bodies, in our very, very fragile bodies, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So we are to give Him glory for everything that He does in our lives. It's truly remarkable that we can do the things we're doing and we can only do them because God is in us. Furthermore, he says, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're per persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. The Lord is on our side. And he has given you everything you need so that you can be more than a conqueror. Amen? Amen. And he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. I love to dive. I really, really enjoy to dive. I've even gone to scuba diving lessons. And one of the classical examples that they show you when you first start to dive to explain how water pressure affects your lungs is the diving, the diving structure will take a bottle of water and he'll pour out all the water and he'll close the cap to the bottle. The, the bottle. So it's an empty bottle, only air. We know that air compresses and water does not compress. So when you're on land at zero pressure, you know, on land, no additional pressure being added, the same pressure in the bottle as there is outside of the bottle, the bottle is 
beautiful. It's holding its shape. And the only thing inside the bottle is air, but the cap is tightly closed. As you go down, pressure increases. The air inside the bottle begins to compress. And if you go down to 10 meters, the air inside the bottle compresses twice. If you go down to 20 meters, the air inside the bottle uh, compresses three times. If you go down to 40 meters, the air inside of the bottle compresses four times, eventually to the point that the bottle, the walls of the bottle are completely collapsed. Now there's still air in the bottle. It's still there. And it's quite surprising when the dive instructor pulls out of his pocket the same bottle that on land seemed perfectly normal at minus 40 meters, it's collapsed because the air inside of the bottle wasn't strong enough to deal with the pressure outside. So much like what happens to us. We're constantly dealing with all kinds of pressure. And there's one thing that I can promise you, the pressure will only increase. Hmm. As time goes on, as responsibilities grow, the pressure will only increase. And the devil, of course, is interested in doing everything he can possibly do so that you feel like that pressure is too much until finally you <laughs> the bottle collapses until finally you say, I just can't handle it anymore. But here it says that what God has placed in us is more than enough to deal with anything that the devil can throw against you. Let's read this again. I really like it, especially when you bring, bring that example in of the pressure because it's the things on the outside that are changing. And the devil wants to steal from you this revelation that <laughs> he who is in you, you are a victim. What's in you is more than what is around you. But we have this treasure, treasure in earthen vessels, so we are very, very fragile, that the excellency of the power of God, the power may, <laughs> may be of God and not of, us, not of us. So we know that we can't deal with all the issues of life on our own. We need God's help. And it's his presence in us. It's the Holy Spirit in us that helps us survive and not just survive, but thrive in the midst of increasing difficulties and as the pressures of life grow. But even as the pressures of life grow, that just means that we're going to give more and more glory to God. Amen? Amen. Paul, I like your example so very much, but I have two questions. Okay. How deep have you gone in water? 42 meters. You've gone down 42 meters diving? Yes, I've gone out 42 meters oh. and I've, uh, I've gone to three different additional dive classes. And anyway, I could talk about it for a while. Wow. Well, if you're a diver, I hope that you understand what Paul's talking about. 42 meters is kind of recreational, but it's fun. But my second question is, maybe it's not a question, more of a comment. First of all, I really like what you had to say about pressure. Because it tells me that as your light shines, as, you're, as you become more bright as a Christian, the outside forces... The press, you're going deeper, basically. Mm -hmm. And the pressure is going to get more and more tough. So the more your light shines for Christ, the pressure is going to start getting more and more evident. And that means that what's inside of us, we need to spend more time developing the Holy Spirit, talking to Him, communicating, letting Him be our guide more and more as our light shines. So often it seems like 
as your light shines for Christ, so more and more you become more and more busy. Mm-hmm. But that's not the time to stop communicating with the Holy Spirit. It's the time to develop that even more so that that outside pressure, Paul, doesn't collapse us. Yes. Amen. And 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, it actually talks about the same treasure that the Lord's given us. But specifically in chapter 1, verse 4, it says that in everything you are enriched by Him. Now, in Sparkling Gems, my father actually talks about what it means to be enriched. And Maxime, could you please read yes, from that? Yes, March 3rd, page 130. If you have this book, it might help you. This information might help you. So in everything you are enriched, and Pastor Rick writes that the word enriched, in Greek it's the word plusias. And because the word plusias is used, this verse conveys the following idea. You are invested with great spiritual riches because you are in Him. And that's not all. The longer you remain in Him, you just keep getting blessed with more and more wealth that comes from being in Him. I love it. The more you remain in Him, the more blessed you get. Amen. You know, Paul, I'm thinking about Jesus. Jesus would go and pray and speak with the Father and spend time with Him. He was very, very busy. But He made it a priority to stay in communication with His Father, with the Father God. And I think that is so very, very vital. And Paul, that's what you're talking about, the Holy Spirit inside us, Mm -hmm. these earthen vessels. Yeah. Now, the devil wants to steal this knowledge from you. He wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your faith. He wants to steal this power that the Lord has already invested in you. And sometimes, if we don't know what what God has truly done for us, we can begin to believe a lie. And if you begin to believe a lie, if if you begin to believe that the pressures around you are actually more than what's in you, if you begin to believe that you don't have what it takes to act in faith, to deal with the pressures that evidently you are experiencing and you will experience more of, if you begin to be, believe that lie, then, uh, then it will be very difficult for you to, uh, to deal with all the pressures of life. But if you know, and that's why we have the scriptures, we have the scriptures so that we can know, so that we can believe, and so that we know who we are in Jesus Christ and what he has given us. If you know, and if you hold on to it, then you have nothing to be worried about because the Lord has already taken care of you. And I like so much how uh, the Apostle Paul continues here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We are troubled on every side, Mm-hmm. yet not distressed. We are perplexed, yet not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. The Lord has not left you without help. He's done everything He can possibly do to help you, and not just help you get through the difficulties of life, but be a victor in every single situation. The Holy Spirit is in you. Hallelujah. It's amazing. And here it says, the riches, they're in you. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. And as we go through the difficulties of life and as the pressure increases and there's more and more stress in life and we're still afloat, we're afloat and we're doing good. Every time we get through one of these trials in life, we need to give glory to God because it's Him, it's not us. 
we're not smart enough, we're not strong enough, we can't endure all that we need to endure, it's Him in us. Now it's almost like this example of a bottle, because if you take the same bottle that we talked about earlier and fill it with water and go down to the same 40 meters, the bottle will remain perfectly intact because there's something in there. The water doesn't compress, air compresses, so if you take an empty bottle and a, if you take a bottle with air and if you take a bottle with water down to 40 meters, they're going to look very different when you get to the bottom. It's the same bottle, but what's inside made the whole difference. Yes. And when you get to the top, eventually the bottle with air will begin to expand again, but the bottle won't look the same. <laughs> You'll be able to tell that it's been tattered, but the bottle with water in it, when it gets back to the top, it will look exactly the same because there was something inside. The same thing Hallelujah. has happened to each of us. There's something inside of us. And as the pressure grows, it's like, so what? There's more in us. We should be able to deal with it all. But you have to continue to spend time in the Spirit. Amen. Pastor Paul, this is wonderful. The example you're giving, it makes me think about something. So you're saying when there is water in the bottle, doesn't matter how deep doesn't matter how you deep go, you go, you're going to be fine. You will not collapse. Yes. So let's think about the water that is in the bottle. The, the Bible, um, the Holy Scripture, has <clears throat> tells us that water is a symbol of two things. That's mm -hmm. right. The Word of God and the Spirit of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. So water is God's Word and water is God's Spirit. So for you to fill yourself up with this water, you have to read the Word of God. You have to pray, pray in tongues, pray in the Spirit. So get filled with God's Spirit, get filled with God's Word. Then the pressure that is on the outside is not going to smash you. So what is this water? It's the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Thank you for this example. Paul, I'm thinking, uh, Paul, Maxine, I'm thinking about the, the Apostle Paul. And he had, he had several, many, many experiences. He was beaten. He was stoned. He was in shipwrecks. He had to fight wild beasts. If anybody could give up, he had probably more reasons than he needed to. But what did he do? He said, I pray in tongues more than all of you. Mm-hmm. He, sp he spent this time, like you're saying, Maxine, putting this water in him, the Holy Spirit. And I think that's what we should all do. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your help. Thank you, Lord, for the supply of the Holy Spirit. And I ask you, Lord, to help us to pay attention, to value what you have given us. And Lord, as the pressure grows, help us to continue to feed on the Word of God. Amen. Continue to feed on things of faith. Help us, Lord, to continue to put in us more and more and more of your Word, more of your Spirit. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us everything we need to deal with all the pressures of life. We are Amen. more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, that you have not left us without help. And Lord, I ask you to encourage those people right now who are beginning to feel pressure. Lord, I ask you to encourage them and remind them of what's in them in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Maxime, Joel, and especially Daniel, thank you for being with us tonight. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> now, about your English test. We're going to have to talk about that later. 
Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, family. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow.